0: This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Clavio. Clavio is a platform that helps growth focused e commerce brands drive more sales with super targeted, highly relevant email, Facebook, and Instagram marketing. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jance, and my guest today is Gina Poole. She's an author and speaker. And she's created a course and a coaching program called Clients in Bulk that we're going to talk a little bit about today. So, Gina, thanks for joining me.
1: Thank you, John. It's great to be here.
0: So for the last, I don't know, decade, uh, we marketers have been talking about, you know, first it was Internet marketing, and then now we call it digital marketing. And, you know, it's everybody who has figured out how to run Facebook ads is now a digital marketing expert and teaching other people How to do that. And one of the things that really intrigued me, of course, about your current work um, is that you are actually suggesting that people get all their clients offline. How is that possible?
1: Yeah, crazy, huh? And especially when I own an online marketing agency. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, John, I I built my entire agency. I I've, I've been in business going on about 17 years and I built my entire business completely offline. Even though all my clients, we do online marketing. And what what I really preach and teach and and practice myself is Man, let's be honest, online marketing is competitive. It's uber, uber competitive. And as we continue down this you know, path of, just like you said, everybody does Facebook ads, everybody's an internet marketer, everybody's a digital marketer, the competition is getting bigger and bigger and harder and harder. And so that's why I really, really love offline because there's not many businesses doing it. And you can really sign up clients very fast and much less work and much cheaper offline than you can with a lot of this online stuff.
0: Well and there there are a lot of industries, niches we might call them, that they really get a lot of their information still offline um, as well. I mean they're they're definitely the you know the people that that live online, but there are maybe older school, more traditional brick and mortar businesses that they're not really looking or or they're not necessarily going to find somebody online, are they?
1: Well, that's true, certainly. Um, You know, every single niche, and, you know, I'm from Texas, so I say niche instead of niche, but uh, every single niche out there has an association or a trade show or a conference or an industry type of publication or group, and certainly that's a tribe, you know, and that's where the niche and the people in the niche gather and look for information. So, yeah, I mean, let me, let me be very clear. Online marketing works. It absolutely does. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is if businesses today are not incorporating offline, in addition to all the online things, they're truly missing out, John. Because, again, the competition is so, so much smaller
0: than online. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad you made that point because that's one of the things I've been saying and have continued to say. I mean, I started my business before we had any online things, and I had to help people, um, you know, learn the uh, the offline ways to to build their business. And as the online things came along, I think a lot of people just accepted or, or believed, I should say, that oh, we got that's marketing now, um, as opposed to hey, what if we thought about. Integrating these things. And what if we thought about how having a Facebook presence could help you meet people in your community? And, and I think the people, the, the marketers that I think really get it. And that, and that, and that's why I'm, it's so easy for me to kind of take aim at the you know pure online marketers is that i think the you know, marketers that really get it understand that the, you get the most success by by integrating offline and, and online. And I've been I've been saying that for a dozen years now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and John, you know, you know, if we look at what the highest converting sales method on the planet is, i mean, you know the answer to that. It's face-to-face selling and it always has been and it always will be. And that's why i love incorporating offline marketing because you can sell and build the know, like, and trust factor so much faster face, <clears throat> excuse me, face-to-face, offline, having a conversation with a real person in the real world than you can online. I mean, certainly it, it can happen online and it does happen, but it's just so much richer and faster and more effective when you have real conversations in the real world with people.
0: Yeah, I have a uh, a model for the customer journey. I call the marketing hourglass, and my fa- my stages are actually know, like, trust, try, buy, repeat, and refer. And uh, kind of the whole idea behind those is that you move people. You know, your marketing is to sort of move or guide people through those stages. And you know, I built my entire practice years ago by speaking. I called it speaking for leads. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 <laughs> the reason I found it so effective is and that and. Uh, obviously, I want you to talk about because that 's what you 've been preaching and, and teaching as well is that you know somebody could come to know you there uh, they like what you 're talking about after forty minutes, they trust that you you have the answers and maybe you give them some way to try what it might be like working with you or buy from you so I mean you move people very rapidly through all of those stages, which is very difficult to do in a series of emails or landing pages.
1: Correct. Yeah, absolutely. There, there is such a form of authority about being on stage, whether it's in front of a hundred people or five people, it doesn't matter when you're on stage, when you're the one teaching, when you're the one presenting, you are the expert, you are the authority. And it really, John, it shortens the sales cycle because, you know, you're essentially selling without selling. You're sharing your knowledge and expertise. People are falling in love with what you're talking about they're getting just like you said to know like and trust you so much faster and you know if you happen to make a pitch on stage it's just a natural type of a sales process of hey you want some help you want me to help you and you want to work together on this and it just makes selling so much easier because you've got that authority and that no like and trust factor
0: so the the offline in person we're talking and I'll I'll kind of short Circuit persons learning here. Um, your clients in bulk program. You talk about trade shows and small seminars and and networking events. So they're all the thing they have in common is you're going to be face to face, you know, with folks. So let's talk about this idea of small seminars because I, I I've always loved that one. So you know, how do you go about? What are what are some of your kind of favorite ways to go about using that as a uh, a sales technique?
1: Yeah. So that just like you mentioned, that is one of the three. B keys and the Clients in Bulk program. So here's the thing. When somebody hears small seminar, a lot of times, John, they think, oh, my gosh, I have to get 100 people in the room. That Not at all. Or 50 people in the room. No, not at all. I'm talking about really small seminars. So I'm talking like three people five people, eight people in the room. And I really am a proponent of niching your services and niching what you're going after. So maybe you get three real estate agents in the room and you do a half day seminar. So maybe three or four hours. And again, you teach your knowledge and expertise. So let's say we mentioned Facebook ads and everybody doing Facebook ads. Now let's say that you have a Facebook ads agency and your niche is real estate agents. Get three, five, Five, six real estate agents in the room, teach really great info on Facebook ads that's going to help them. Don't hold back. Don't be one of those chuckleheads that's like, hey, you want all my secrets. You got to buy my stuff. No, no, no. Teach them really great stuff. Charge for the small seminar. I, I definitely say everybody needs to charge for the small seminar and not do it for free. And then you simply make a very non-salesy simple pitch at the end, and you're going to sign up clients on the spot. Because again, it's that authority. They have learned great stuff from you. They've fallen in love with your knowledge and expertise. And it's the next step for them to get help from who? From you, because you're the one that taught them what they need to know to move forward.
0: Yeah, a lot of people kind of do that. You know, I get that question all the time. You know, I don't want to give away all the secrets. And, um, you know, I think the fact of the matter is that there aren't really that many secrets. Exactly. And and, and so all they really want to know is that you know what you're talking about. So demonstrate yep. that, I think, is, is a great way to look at that. Yeah. So... Alright, so, and I agree with your point about charging a little money. I mean, for anything, there's so many free things today that people have yep. de- devalued it. Um, and so if nothing else, Correct. it just becomes a sort of a, qualifier if you will that that somebody's if so, if they'll invest $47 $497 whatever the price is then they probably are looking for a $5000 solution
1: correct correct and if, and if they can't invest that that is totally okay they're they're not a qualified person for you so it's it's totally fine that's why yeah, free seminars, free talks, that kind of thing. Those are good, like you mentioned, John, for getting leads, but that makes it much, much harder to upsell. It's what I call a bridge too far. Because if you're doing, let's say, a small seminar that's free and you're pitching a $3,000, $5,000 program, that is a very big leap for someone uh, to go from free to that big of a jump. So when you when you charge. And you charge appropriately and then you pitch a package that's appropriate to the niche because that's a huge secret. You got to pitch a package that's irresistible that they can say yes on the spot right then and there. That's where you sign up multiple clients at one time and clients in bulk.
0: Well, I work with a lot of um, marketing consultants, and and the reality is they are solopreneurs. They they don't, they're not looking for a hundred clients. They're looking for maybe six more. <laughs> you know, yep. and and I think a lot of times people lose sight of that fact that you know spending time face to face, doing the three people in the room that you know two of them become clients is is a much better use of your time than than trying to generate hundreds and hundreds of subscribers or you know whatever method uh, that that you're doing and I I think that that's I think you that's the number one thing is you have to look at what you're trying to do you know overall from a goal standpoint.
1: Yeah. Yeah, my my big thing John is I work once and sign up enough clients to last me a year. I have signed up 26 clients in one single weekend and I did no other marketing the rest of the year. I've signed up 10 clients in a day. I've signed up eight clients in a weekend and so on and so on. And that's the way that I love to work because when you go offline, you're not having to dial a hundred times, right? Smiling and dialing and cold calling. You're not having to send out 5,000 cold emails to maybe get one client this month and then another client two months later and that kind of thing. To me, that's really hard. I would rather do a small seminar or do a trade show or do a very specific type of networking event in my local area, sign up 8, 10, 12, 15, 20 clients and be done. And then all I have to do is fulfill the work, make them gloriously happy with what I do, and then referrals come in.
0: Yeah, and then it allows you to focus on them as opposed to having to look up and think, hey, I haven't been doing any marketing for a while. Exactly. I want to remind you that this episode is brought to you by Clavio. Clavio helps you build meaningful customer relationships by listening and understanding cues from your customers, and this allows you to easily turn that information into valuable marketing messages. There's powerful segmentation, email autoresponders that are ready to go. Great reporting. You want to learn a, bit, a little bit about the secret to building customer relationships? They've got a really fun series called Klaviyo's Beyond Black Friday. It's a docu-series, a lot of fun, quick lessons. Just head on over to klaviyo.com, Beyond BF, Beyond Black Friday. So I got 10 people in the room and I gave them a great education and they love it. What's the secret to getting them to go oh I want you, I want to pay you money now because <laughs> I think yeah. that, I think a lot of people get the idea of, of educational content you know but if, then there's that there's what's how do you fill that gap between the you know the really kind of schlocky approaches that you know you see from the stage to, right. to like maintaining your integrity and but still making sure that somebody you know understands how they can get more value.
1: Exactly, yeah, perfect, perfect question. So there's a couple of secrets here. Number one is go in with the mindset of you're going to give big value. And what I mean by that is, guys, teach your knowledge and expertise. So truly, if the person leaves and they don't buy what you're selling, they can still get success from what you have taught them. That keeps you from being a chucklehead. And I promise you, when they get stuck, and they will, because this is not their expertise, they are going to come back to you at some point when and if they need help. So that's number one. Number two is you have to make an irresistible offer. John, in Clients in and in my course, I spend a ton of time on what I call irresistible offers because a lot of people think, okay, I'm gonna pitch my services and yeah, it's irresistible. Oh, but wait, I didn't sign up anybody. Well, truly... Your offer has to be so irresistible that it is absolutely a no-brainer for somebody to sign up. They have to think, I would be crazy to pass this up. So it has to be deadline-driven. So they leave, they miss out. Maybe it's a special price. Maybe it's some special things that you don't offer at any other time. Have some bonuses in there that, again, make it irresistible. So it also has to be um, a special um, fee that's no, nowhere else available, right? Now, a lot of people are like, oh, Gina, I don't want to discount my services and all that kind of stuff. I get that. But the thing to move the needle and the thing to make people say yes right then and there is everybody loves a deal, okay? Okay. If you can make an irresistible offer with bonuses and special things thrown in and a special fee or special payments or things like this, John, that makes people say, you know what? I want this. I want this right now. It's a no brainer. I get it. Yes. Sign me up. And I'm telling you, 26 clients at one time, 16 clients at one time. This is how I sign all these clients in bulk is these irresistible offers.
0: Now, does does this approach require you to have a three thousand dollar package, you know, or something? I mean, I'm, I'm thinking absolutely about absolutely not. Well, because I'm thinking about the marketing consultant who's kind of like, well, we have to see what you need, and then we'll you know figure out what it's going to cost. I mean, how how do you how do you deal with that kind of you know? Because I, again, there are a lot of people out there selling courses and packages mm-hmm. and things, but there's certainly a lot of people that aren't.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a great question, and John, I'm glad you brought this up because I see a huge mistake that a lot of marketing consultants and a lot of agencies make, and that is they only want to sign um, and sell these big packages, so these $6,000, $10,000, $20,000 packages. There's nothing wrong with that, but the time that it will take to close someone into that is longer. So you have to do a proposal. You have to do a evaluation and an audit of what they need. You have to go back and forth with contracts and oh, add this, remove that, right? I recommend and I and I teach my students start with a package to where one client, patient or customer in The niche that you're talking to pays for the entire thing. So if you're talking to a room of massage therapists, let's say, and let's pretend that a massage therapist is going to make $1,000 from a client in a year, sell a thousand dollar package because one new client will pay for it for a year. That's irresistible. Then guys, you can always upsell them, right? You can always throw jet fuel on it and make it a bigger package. But the big mistake I see, John, is people try to sell these ginormous packages. That doesn't work as well. Start a little smaller. You know, you I have students that sell $500 packages, $1,000 packages, and they're selling like 18 people in the room, you know, just like clockwork. So be careful about just saying, okay, my package is 3000 bucks. You know, again, the key is that if one client, patient, or customer can pay for the package that you're pitching, that's a no-brainer. Why wouldn't I do that? I get one and I've paid for it. I'm ROI positive.
0: So you mentioned um – trade shows. And yes. and so now I'm immediately thinking that sounds expensive. I've got to have a booth and there's a <laughs> fee to get in. I mean, so how do you make those pay in the same ways? I mean, the seminar's great. You can sometimes do those for nothing. Uh, yep. But but the trade show you might have to put some skin in the game. So how do you make that pay?
1: So you really want to look for niche specific trade shows. A big mistake that people make is they go to kind of general trade shows, okay? You know, there's there's many of them in our industry, John. You know, marketing, I won't mention them, but you guys know of these big ones, right? So those are expensive. And, and what you want to do is you want to look at more niche-specific. Another thing is don't be afraid to go in your searching to page 5 or 10 or 15 on Google because you're going to find really wonderful trade shows that are very affordable that they don't know how to market themselves, right? So if you just do a Google search and you come up with page one or page two and you're like, holy cow, these are $5,000 or whatever, keep digging because I'll tell you, I have found some very affordable trade shows looking, you know, five, six, eight, ten pages deep because, Marketing's not their thing. They're just, you know, a niche specific industry. They're having a trade show. There's going to be two or three hundred people there. The intent is great because it's all about, you know, business building. And you can find some really, really good bargains. Another thing, too, that a lot of people don't realize is everything. Well, let me say it this way. Almost everything in a trade show is negotiable. Don't be afraid to ask for, um, you know, some negotiation room. Of, hey, I, you know, can we tweak this? If we remove this, what does that do to the fee? If I add this, and so on. Don't be afraid to negotiate. Now they may say no, but I have definitely been able to negotiate some things, um, different fees, different packages, different bonuses with uh, with the trade show host, if you will. You just have to be aware of it, and you just have to be not afraid to ask. Yeah,
0: you know, when I first started speaking, um, and and you know, again, I was willing to speak for free because I was just trying to get in front of audiences and build you know some credibility. And frankly, nobody was doing it then. <laughs> you know, that was 25, 30 years ago. Um, sure, I would even though I wasn't charging a fee, I would tell people my fee was twenty five hundred dollars because then I had something to negotiate with. Um, yes, and so you know, even if it was, I want the list of attendees, you know, at the end of this or something that's, I was willing to trade my fee, even though I really wasn't charging a fee. So I I tell people that all the time. I'll tell you the other thing I tell people is, you know, Put it on your website. You know, look. You know, you don't have to be somebody who wants to be a professional speaker for your career, but act like one. You know, build out. You know, get a video of yourself. Put it on. You know, here are my. You know, topics. Here's what so and so said about my speaking. Because even if you're doing your own kind of private seminars, it it gives you a lot more credibility. Because today we we go check that person out. You know, if, if I'm going to go sit in the room with this. You know this person who's going to talk to me for half a day, you know, let me go find a little bit about them. And so you know, have that on your on your website,
1: yeah. and let me let me just say too, John, when you find the right trade show, let me give you an example. One of my students, um they wanted to break into a brand new niche. So they own a marketing agency. They were kind of, you know, burned out a little bit on the niche they were working with and what they wanted to try a new niche. They went to a trade show in Tupelo, Mississippi, and you're thinking, oh my goodness, really? Yeah, that's kind of a a strange place to have a a trade show, but they broke into a new niche. They got seven clients in one single week, made over $43,000 just by looking at kind of some different angles, not a Las Vegas trade show, right, but a smaller event in a smaller town, and they just blew it up. Right. And that completely changed their business, built the credibility. Now they're known in that particular niche overnight.
0: So Gina, tell us where people can find out about your course. So if somebody's listening thinking, okay, I want to go deeper here, because I know you have not only the training, but you have, you know, templates and PowerPoints and all kinds of stuff that people can start using right away. So tell us about where people can find out about that.
1: Yeah. The easiest thing is to visit clients in bulk. Dot com. So just like it sounds, clients n i n bulk b u l k dot com. Um, and yeah, there's uh, there's a free webinar, and on that webinar, I tell everybody and teach everybody how I signed those twenty six clients in forty eight hours. And then, yes, um, the course covers the three keys that we talked about. So niche-specific trade shows, doing your own small seminars, and a very specific type of local low-cost networking. And, yeah, there's over $10,000 worth of done-for-you templates. So booth templates and flyers and marketing materials and all the things that you'll need for your booth. Uh, slides for your pitch and your offer and your pres I even have presentations so if you're like hey I want to do a small seminar but what do I talk about here you go
0: awesome well Jean thanks for uh, uh, stopping by the show and uh, I know you're 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 out there in Colorado where I end up uh, quite a bit so maybe uh, I'll run into you out there on the road sometime soon
1: fantastic John thank you so much and I wish all of your listeners outrageous success thank you so much